0: Ready to go?
1: Yup. We're recording. Yeah, yeah we are. (laughs) You have tuned in to episode 1 of the Day Shift podcast. We have no idea how you found us, but we're glad you're here. My name is James, and I'm joined here today by Sam. In this podcast, we talk about some of life's biggest unsolved mysteries.
0: (laughs) No, we're not. Anyways, I'm Sam. In this podcast, we talk about whatever we fancy. From moral issues, to the news, to deep dives into our
1: life podcast will be uploaded every second Saturday on Spotify, iTunes and YouTube.
0: We really hope you guys can take something away from each and every episode. So earlier, before the podcast, we were talking about what we talked about and James and I were saying, do we have any plans for the summer?
1: Yeah, I mean, no one really wants to make plans this summer, do they? Because they're worried about the whole pandemic whether they lose any money on anything
0: definitely i i have actually made plans though oh have you yeah so i've made a deposit a 100 pound deposit for a place called Gotoco. that's the organization i'm going with it's basically teaching in china all right yeah so we we go to china and we teach uh, primary school children english we get a qualification at the end of it which is good it's called a teaching english in a foreign language so that can be really helpful if you do want to go back to another country in the future
1: and teach. Do you know if it's going to go ahead or... Because you, you paid the deposit. Do you, get, do you get your deposit back if everything... <laughs> I really hope so. I really, really hope so. But it's better to lose the deposit
0: than the £2,000 potentially that the flights could... Maybe not two, 1, That's true. It's really good because it's three months and they give you a free accommodation which is amazing. So I don't need to pay for much and they give you three meals a day.
1: What was the uh, organization called? Was it go, go to co Yeah, go to co I think I stumbled something similar actually in 2019 when I started uni. There was this mm-hmm. opportunity to go to Fiji actually but I didn't end up going because of the whole pandemic. I was going to be there. I was going to be in Fiji volunteering in, in the summer yeah. of 2020. Why Fiji? The, to be honest, the trailer got me. It was like a 30-second trailer and it had like some some hyped-up music in the background. I was like, yeah, this this is the one. But also, I also wanted to go somewhere a bit more exotic. And Fiji is pretty much as far as I can go from where I am right now. But I don't think I would have been teaching English like you, though.
0: What would you have been doing?
1: It would have been more like helping out in after-school clubs. Ah, okay
0: that's that's still really rewarding though
1: no for sure but i would i would have had to stay with the host family i'm guessing you'd just be finding your own accommodation
0: i i'm not sure to be honest they said it really depends on where you stay so it could be common accommodation with other teachers on on campus i'm not sure if that's the correct term at the school anyway or you could be placed in a flat which the school pays for or you could be placed with a host family. I'm not too sure how I'd feel about being placed with a host family. I think I'd be more comfortable with people our age. Yeah. No, but then hopefully. again, a the host family, you get to experience a whole culture.
1: What would you rather? Well, I mean, for Fiji, I, I think it would be more authentic to stay with a host family. Our experiences would, wouldn't be comparable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yours is more about actually helping these these kids to learn english whereas i think my experience although i'm helping in after school clubs it's also a lot more about my experience
0: what's the cost like
1: i'm not too sure actually (laughs) um i don't think it was i don't think it was too much not as much as you need to pay for oh well i suppose you've got a host family so that that will take a lot away yeah but like it's not anything glamorous i think that they said your shower every morning is literally a bucket of cold water poured over you
0: oh my god yeah (laughs) Like it's, wow yeah and, and that was that in the trailer that made you want to go yeah i don't know what
1: i was thinking <laughs> i just like, thought wow, this looks amazing looks good <laughs> yeah so you're you're teaching english right don't you need to at least know some like basic mandarin
0: you would think so
1: um have you checked up on this <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i have so mostly it's university students. i think it's pretty much all university students. mostly from the uk but a lot from america you've got some from all over the world it's like camp america but less known and less established but it still seems really really good i think they're actually thinking of um, getting camps in other places in the world now
1: i feel like you're teaching mm-hmm. english thing it's more like they want to have someone for these kids to have a conversation yeah with.
0: yeah so they all seem really enthusiastic the kids from what i've heard from That's school good. i've went in the past
1: on online Imagine you get in and it's just like you're dealing with these second year kids who are throwing like pens across the classroom. You're like, what's I going know, on? Oh
0: god. Here? I'm hoping that's a a Western thing.
1: I can I can definitely tell you kids or st- students in China are a lot more strict. nicer. <laughs> um I'm not sure about nicer. Yeah, but hopefully <laughs> they're just more less annoying. Yeah, they've just been yeah, they've they've grown up in a in a in a different way, for mm-hmm. sure. We were, we were speaking earlier as well about your student exchange and weren't you thinking about going to China for there as well? So
0: Yeah, so that that's the goal for our exchange. I've got a mandatory exchange because I'm doing international business and we go next year for one or two semesters. I'm really hoping to go to China, but there's only one university in China. Which one? <laughs> um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. it <laughs> it's the one in Beijing. The one Come on, English. give
1: give it a shot. Singyu All right, that was a terrible <laughs> that was a terrible. Idea. <laughs> How do you say? Um it? it's is pronounced Tsinghua. Tsinghua University. Tsinghua. Yeah, it's a really pre- prestigious university in China. Uh, top top institution. But yeah. You I have a surprise for you actually. What? It's my second choice. Yeah. Really?
0: Okay. So, we might get to sleep together.
1: Okay. <laughs> we did, we certainly did not talk about that. <laughs> Maybe we come should on, come on. Let's not let's not get Monica jealous. Come on.
0: <laughs> um, so it's your second choice. What's your first?
1: The first choice is Bocconi University of Bocconi. It's uh, it's in Italy, in Milan, actually. Why Bocconi? <sighs> for the pretty much for the same reason. It's one of the best business schools. In, in europe and in the world it's and i'm i'm actually very surprised that strathclyde have this link with them to be honest
0: i mean strathclyde are an amazing business school
1: they weren't they, they number one they for are,
0: economics and finance they
1: are a really good business school but i feel like they're still not fully renowned yet within yeah um the whole of uk and in europe like mm-hmm. if you ask someone in france strathclyde business school They'd be like, "What is this no-name university?" That's true.
0: To be fair, I don't know any universities in France either. You know, that's a that's a very, <laughs> that's a very
1: good point, Sam.
0: I know off Officoney now, and the one in China because you mentioned it, and well, when I was looking it up,
1: and America, that's it. Did on oh, Toronto? Did you? Oh, I, there is one place I really want to go in Canada. Yeah, really, where Montreal it all started with when i was working uh, in my retail job and there, mm-hmm. like for some reason like two weeks in a row there were like customers that went to my tell that were from montreal and they came to my town for for a holiday and they told me about how great it was and i was like dude this is a sign
0: the university or the
1: city the city, the city. yeah mm-hmm. and also and also then did my own research i was like wow montreal is beautiful
0: will you apply there
1: no <laughs> No,
0: I'll... I'm I'm not really familiar with Canadian geography. How far north is it?
1: It's the French-speaking part of Canada. It's in Quebec. I really hope I've not got this wrong. I'm pretty sure it's in Quebec.
0: So that's near the border, isn't it? Um, pretty much. Like yeah. East. Yes. Not southeast. I don't know.
1: Southeast. Um, yeah.
0: So between the one in Beijing, the university in Beijing, and Biconey,
1: which do you think is more prestigious? In Europe, anywhere in Europe, they tell you Bocconi. In China, they tell you the, mm-hmm. the the University in Beijing, for sure. Like, anyone, like, from China or Hong Kong, they'd be like, yeah, if you get into that uni, you are, like, <laughs> the top, top students in that country. What do you think? What do I think? <laughs> chose Bocconi as my top one. I think it would yeah. help me more in my in my future. Did you go to that uh, student exchange webinar, by the way?
0: Yeah, so I went to the one of... Uh, about a month and a half ago.
1: Yeah. Did, what did you make of it? Did it put you off? Did it uh, encourage you even more?
0: It was exciting.
1: Like It's like it's like an advert, like the one you saw for yeah. Fiji.
0: And it kind of gets me all excited. They're like, oh, we've got all but these partners. the fact and, we and can...
1: Look at all these cool reviews.
0: Yeah. yeah, definitely. I like the fact that they do have all the partners. But I don't like how
1: you can only pick a continent instead of a specific university. You can, though. You and can. also... You can. In your, like, you like, can. In your application... Mm-hmm. Like they're not going to reject your application because you told them what uni you, you specifically want to get into.
0: Yeah, yeah, I've given a preference. But I'm not Did sure. Did anything put you up well, that will go. The, the cost.
1: Yeah. what is it six, six to six eight, to K. eight grand.
0: Yeah. It's a lot of money.
1: But it's fine though, because they're they're paying the tuition fee, so everything's good.
0: <laughs> yeah, still a lot though. I, I don't know how I'll afford that. Do you is that similar to what you pay currently in accommodation fees?
1: I've not actually calculated it, but it just sounds like a lot. Yeah. Now, we've been talking about recently as well, side hustles. Now, we're doing this yes. podcast here, yes. of course, but do, do you have any other plans?
0: Um, in the past, I, have, I created a YouTube channel. Yes, I, I was
1: going to say, I've done some research on you, Sam. Yes. And um, <laughs> I found that you have this YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But you don't do it anymore. But I saw you've got like what five, six videos uploaded on there, and they they've all got like two, three k views. Yeah, we did quite or well. Why did you
0: stop? We did quite well, and then we peaked. There's actually some videos there that I've hidden. There's about ten videos, five of them I've kept, five of them I've hidden that only got a
1: few hundred views. Wait, hold on. So you deleted the videos that you didn't get enough views on?
0: Yeah, basically, yeah.
1: But that's that that's absurd to me. That, that's like your journey. Like in in the future, you look back at that's what made you.
0: We probably will look back on it in the future and upload them again. if If we got big, I don't see myself going back to that right now. so why did you why did you delete? It's them? not beneficial to us to have them up. We are better off not having those videos uploaded than having them there. The reason is if you watch if you come across our channel, there's a 50/50 chance whether you watch one of our good videos or one of our bad videos. If you watch a bad video, then you're less likely to watch another video. If you watch a good video, then you'll watch another good video, hopefully. So that's why we've only got our good videos up. So we get more people okay. watching
1: and re-watching. So ultimately it brings more views. In. Yeah,
0: I actually checked um, YouTube Studio. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I checked yeah. it today, YouTube Analytics. And in the three months since we took the other five videos down, our weekly views have actually doubled. We've not been getting many views. Maybe like about 1,000 Minutes watched per month since we've uploaded that. yeah, so since we removed those videos, we've got about a thousand a month M- minutes that is so that's double what we were getting before. It's not much, but it's decent since we've not been uploading in about six months.
1: Now part of my research on on your YouTube channel is I believe you got invited to a local radio station. yeah, is that true? yeah we did Yes, yeah. so cool.
0: Yeah, it was amazing. It was such a good experience. We did a video on the world's smallest mountain and we covered four mountains. One being in China, which was 60 centimetres
1: tall. Wait, so is there a world's smallest mountain then, if there's four of them?
0: So at first we thought about doing a countdown. So like countdown from 10, the 10 smallest world's smallest mountains. But that didn't really work because there's no standard global standard so different countries have a different standard in the uk i believe it's oh my mind's gone blank it's either two or three thousand meters or feet must be feet i'm not
1: sure Well how, how did they find the world's smallest mountain in the first place like i understand if it was like the world's tallest mountain because you well you can see it <laughs> that's a good point i never like, thought about that well well wh- which one was the world's smallest like, was it the one um that got you invited to the local radio station? Well, I should say that, shouldn't I? Uh,
0: I should say it's that one. But the one in China, it's 60 meters, sixty centimetres tall. So it just looks like a rock. It basically is a rock. But underneath it, the Chinese government say there's a mountain. So that's their classification for the world's smallest mountain,
1: 60 centimetres. So you're telling me the world's smallest mountain is underneath a, underneath a rock? Yeah. Well, well that's cheating. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I agree.
0: Yeah, so that's why we've got Mount Witchyproof in Australia. That's the uh, one I went in the radio station about.
1: Okay, so how did they how did they actually invite you on?
0: So we got so much success from our world's smallest mountain video from that small community in Wichibroof, where the mountain is, that we decided to do another video specifically on the town of Wichiproof. And we got a few thousand views, which was amazing for us. Obviously it's not millions like some YouTubers. But for our 4th or 5th video, that was amazing. So someone from ABC, Wamera, you know ABC? Yeah. Yeah. So she commented and said, hi Sam, I'd like to get in touch with you and interview you. So then we had a phone call, Monica and I. We went on the phone to the producer and we had a, it's probably about 25 minutes. No, no, it was about 15 minutes. This is at 6am for us, so... During the summer, we hadn't been getting up before eleven any of the days, so that was a big shock. But we got up at six am because they're in Australia, and he asked us a few questions, and then the very next week we were on the radio in Australia. <laughs> did
1: you did you ma- manage to listen to yourself? Yeah, I've
0: got a, a voice memo. Actually, we could play it in the future on the show. Right.
1: That's that's cool. Yeah, we we've gone away and, and got some questions for each other, haven't we? Yeah, Just some questions to to get to know ourselves better. Um, Would you like to start? Okay, yeah.
0: So my question is, it's a moral question, or a would you rather question. Bit of both. Would you rather get punched by a gorilla or punch (laughs) a small child, full force?
1: (laughs) As hard Um, as you can, James. You've really sent me into the deep end, haven't you? (laughs) Um, punch, punched by a gorilla, or punch a small child.
0: It's as hard to as do. Do I can. be
1: the hero? No, of course not. What are you talking about? The the child's getting it. I'm sorry.
0: How hard can you punch?
1: Not very. So, so it should, it should live. It should live, right? I hope. I mean, so. I shouldn't. Would I do time for it? You reckon? I mean, if you get punched by a girl, you you could get brain damage for a lifetime. And if you punch a child, it will get brain damage for a lifetime. (laughs) I suppose
0: we're thinking about how you could strategically beat up a child, but you could hit it on its leg.
1: No, I I think I think in fairness to the question, it has to be like in the face, like right in the temple. (laughs) You know know what I'm talking about. So,
0: (laughs) (laughs) what you're saying is, to be fair, Sam, I really need to punch this baby in the face.
1: Well, it's not a baby, it's a child. I mean, okay.
0: Okay, this child in the face, that's better.
1: better. I think anyone our age that punches a child, you would actually deform its head. You don't think so? Are you bragging? No, like...
0: (laughs) 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 This is how strong I am.
1: Well, no, have you not heard, like, the way you hold a baby, Mm -hmm. like, when you take care of it? Like the way you hold the baby's head when it's young, when they're young, has an effect on like their, their head shape when they're older. Is that true? Yeah. So like if your parents didn't hold you the correct way when you were younger, you might have like a flatter uh, head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: understand that though, because when a woman is giving birth, the baby sometimes gets pulled out by the head.
1: Yeah, but that's like, a that's lot just, of force that, on the that's head. That's like one moment though. But like if you if like for three years straight or two years straight you hold your baby or you just place them on like a table whilst you go like wash the dishes, mm-hmm. then that might have a, a long term effect on the shape of your of your kids' head when they grow up.
0: I did not know that. That that's so yeah, so really interesting.
1: So for everyone watching, if you look in the mirror for a second and you have a flat head <laughs> You should, you should probably right speak now. to your parents.
0: I was the fourth child, so I think my mum and dad got it right by, by right. me.
1: My head's quite round. So I guess what you're saying is, then, if if you lined up you and your siblings, because because your parents would have naturally got better at parenting, you would have the best head shape in comparison to your siblings, and then it would just naturally get worse.
0: I mean, I've got the best everything out of my siblings. But yeah yeah right. do you have any siblings you've got one don't you
1: i do i do i have i have two sisters two older sisters oh, okay. yeah
0: what's the age difference
1: um oh, God. Uh, the, <laughs> the <laughs> uh the old my older sister is uh eight years older than me um that's it my, my, my other sister is six years older than me. So, yeah. I
0: think your sister keeps getting recommended to me on LinkedIn. Which one? Did your sister do marketing or something at Strathclyde?
1: No. Oh. She she didn't go to Strathclyde. Did
0: any of them go to Strathclyde? No. Oh, it's not your sister then.
1: Okay, so I have a question for you, Sam. Would you rather shower in a public gym for a year or eat dinner alone for a year? It's a good question.
0: See, I don't like being alone. I'm quite extroverted. But I'd happily eat dinner while doing, like, work or something.
1: Yeah. But showering... Can you repeat the question? Yeah, would you rather shower in a public gym for a year or eat dinner alone for a year?
0: I think the public gym, because it would make me go to the gym if I've got to go every day. that's true, actually. But then again, would it result in me showering
1: less? Yeah, I was thinking that, (laughs) because imagine how much time of my day it would have to take to like walk or travel to the gym just to go for a shower
0: but, yeah i think but you, you try to, like live at the gym
1: <laughs> just live at the gym
0: so the public shower is it i'm not sure if this would matter but is it one of the showers where it's like a
1: group shower that's not the right term I mean, but <laughs> you know what i mean wait so that wouldn't matter to you whether you're showering or alone or with a group of people
0: no, I, I think it would. Obviously, I've got um, a, a big, big, big preference for showering alone. I did not know where you're going with it. <laughs> uh, It's not that kind of podcast. <laughs> uh,
1: it, cer- it certainly is. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to get there eventually, one way or another. So, so what was your answer?
0: So, is it Showering showering alone, I keep I can't say the word showering. Let's I?
1: let's for the question's sake, um yes, you are alone in the shower. Okay. If you I, don't I'd drop go with the gym one.
0: I'd go with the gym one because <laughs> dinner is a good opportunity to meet people and it's nice to have dinner with someone. Yeah. And it would make me go to the gym more. What about you?
1: No, I think see at first I was thinking eat dinner alone. Mm-hmm. Because it would just waste so much time of my day just to having to travel to the gym and go for a shower. Whereas if I eat dinner alone for a year, I I still don't I don't need to go anywhere. I don't waste any of my time. Yeah. But then you made a good point saying it would just encourage you to work out more. Like you yeah. work out every day. So I, th- I think I'd agree with you. I'd, I'd uh, shower in a public gym for a year. But I think that pretty much concludes this uh, these set of questions. So I saw this tweet uh, recently from this girl, this teenage girl, and she was basically saying how she's fed up of lockdown now. There's nothing to look forward to. And she's, you know, she's not really doing anything productive. She hates life. She, she hates everything. But don't you think you just, there's so much to do. You just got to really think outside the box. Like, imagine if, if uh, for the next 100 years, the humanity was was in lockdown or in a in a pandemic. What are we just all going to sit at home and do nothing? So was there anything else anything else during lockdown that you started or maybe fueled an interest in something?
0: Started investing. And I think a lot of people have as well. Obviously it's um not a lot of money at all. But it's just really good to learn. Even if you're just using the practice accounts on something like Trading Two One Two, it means in the future when maybe you do have a wee bit of money you don't need to take five percent off your thousand pounds or ten thousand pounds and pay it to a financial advisor
1: people should really start learning how to invest at the very least or even start investing even if you i mean i'm i'm grateful enough to be in this position of course not everyone has uh, (laughs) the, the money to invest for you know if you lose 20 pounds or something so what but the amount you gain and learn from that is is priceless knowing how the market works knowing how news affects uh, the market knowing uh, the different asset classes you can invest into i've um i've lost 20 pounds
0: on a stock before an investment and it really really did hurt um But i think if you are investing the important thing to remember is never to invest what you can't afford to lose so i put 10 pounds in gamestop it's it's not much but it's what i can afford to lose i know that it probably will go down
1: it's actually went down you jumped you jumped on the bandwagon as well
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i mean i got in before you
1: did you get the good or bad end of it
0: it doubled in a day but now it's down 60 percent
1: yeah you, you sold you sold it no, or I've, no? I've kept it have you yeah I've, I've still got mine it's it's down like phew, scary now it's like down maybe 70 80 percent right now
0: yeah yeah
1: crazy have stuff you,
0: have you kept it all
1: have i yeah I'm, i still got it <laughs> to the moon yeah <laughs> um yeah this just proves further why why we're not giving financial advice on this podcast yeah, definitely. Uh, I actually,
0: every- I watched an interview with, um, you know that guy on YouTube, Meet Kevin?
1: Uh, you know? Kevin?
0: Yeah, Meet Kevin, his name is. Meet Kevin. Yeah, he's, he's got like a few million subscribers now, he's really good. He did an interview with the uh, CEO of Robin Hood, it was really interesting what he's saying.
1: Yes, Robin Hood got a lot of backlash for sure, didn't they? Because they suspended... Um, trading or you you couldn't sell your stocks no you could sell your stocks but you couldn't buy you couldn't buy uh, gme or amc
0: yeah i think they limited it at a point in trading 212 in the uk
1: did it as well you know what i recently found out though or not found out if you think about it right the likes of your fidelities and your your hedge funds they ended up buying like millions and billions worth of of gme really and all and all these retail investors who thought, right, we're going to gather together and and buy GME so that maybe one day we can pay off our student loans, but then all together to take down these hedge funds and and these holding companies, but yet these are the guys who actually ended up winning again in the in this in this whole situation.
0: Do you think if it wasn't for Robin Hood, the retail investor would have won? <sighs>
1: Yes and no, because at the end of the day, these hedge funds and these um, asset management firms, <laughs> they, they, really the rich just ended up getting richer from this. Um, I'm sure there there's a, a lot of things that have been allegedly done behind the scenes, like your Robin Hood and, and why they suspended trading. But it's, it's very difficult to call because we don't know for sure
0: yeah i agree i agree i think it has changed wall street forever
1: they're making a film about
0: this yeah yeah i saw that someone's got the rights who has the rights to the film
1: i don't know but i'm sure it'll be a a very good cast Mm -hmm. yeah i've been reading i read this linkedin post right of this guy i follow his name is now let me get his pronunciation right kevin johannes werner Um, i've followed him for quite a while now he has a youtube channel as well he comes from a consulting background um, and now he's in the venture capital space in China and um, but what he said was and I want to know your thoughts on this Typically, we associate that there are two paths that people can go down in life. And that's the first one is You you do a normal job. So your full-time job where you're working for someone else's money or Secondly, you can start your own business but Kevin thinks that there's a third third path that people can can go down that is to take a more participating role in your so-called normal job but also have a side hustle as well and he thinks that everyone by the age of 30 or at least 30 should should be doing this third option what do you think about that
0: can you define side hustle do you mean like a project that they're working on on the side
1: yeah so for example this guy since he was like in his early 20s he's been building this accelerator an accelerator is similar to a venture capital firm uh, an accelerator okay. basically a is like an incubator where they find uh young startups that they think could potentially be a, a bigger company or has potential
0: mm-hmm okay yeah
1: so that's like a side hustle and he maybe he's networked with people about this and they're interested in this idea and this project so they work together on it but that yet he also has this uh so-called normal job where he's working for this venture capital firm in china yeah
0: i agree i think that in an ideal world everyone should try to have a side hustle even if um it's just a few hours a week something that you put half an hour into every week but there are Situations when it's not really feasible. So, what what would you say to someone who is thirty? You said yeah, thirty, and has just had a child or has had a child, has children. Mm, that's true. Since
1: their twenties. Yeah, this this guy doesn't have a kid.
0: So, in an ideal world, then definitely that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to build stuff.
1: Yeah, like this so podcast. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But except we're not in it for the money because if we're in it no. for the money, why would we start a podcast?
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. If you got any side hustles. Apart from this. Would you call this a side hustle?
1: I mean, yeah. Technically. Except we don't enjoy doing this, do we? Yeah. <laughs> no, this is, this we do for audience. Sam and I don't speak with each other. Yeah. At all. Outside of the podcast. No,
0: never. Ever, ever. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't speak to James all summer. I actually blocked his number at one point.
1: No, we actually didn't, though. Like, you're no longer joking. We actually didn't speak to each other for the whole summer. Yeah, no, we didn't. <laughs> no. Wait, did we? We did not.
0: I'm sure we text a wee bit.
1: I don't think we did. I really don't think we did. Yeah, this is literally the only hour we speak with each other. We yeah, get off the recording hour. and we're and like, then, God, <laughs> thank goodness. Yeah,
0: and it's all scripted. Yeah, if, if you
1: couldn't tell. I mean, you were, you were speaking about the touched upon the future there in five years time or whatever. Um, what is it that you'd like to get into? Mm-hmm. What's, your end, what's your end goal? It's a good question. Um, cuz you you said um earlier that you wanted to go teach in China and you you're doing you're also doing this exchange in China there's a lot of focus on on the Asian uh, market here is that something you'd like to get into in the future
0: Yeah so I'd like to I graduate in 2023 I think
1: you do as well Yeah
0: so I'd like to do an, a graduate program ideally in London or somewhere in Asia I'm not really fussed where and then hopefully after that maybe three to ten years doing that industry then i'll have a wee bit of money that i can put towards my own project because entrepreneurship is something which i'm really passionate about i always i've always wanted to have my own business it's just excites me and it's nice not having anyone telling you what to do yeah but i'd love to go to maybe china or
1: india see um i know a guy actually that done an internship in india and same guy (laughs) same guy actually kevin (laughs) keep going back to kevin kevin (laughs) um who who now works in china he'd done an internship in india before and he said the two Mm -hmm. countries are like even though they're both in asia and geographically relatively close to each other they're completely different on the business front like india it's hectic it's like free for all over there and this guy who's from kevin who's from Mm -hmm. germany he says he got on better in China because in Germany everything is like strict and structured and, and, and everything and that's quite similar to the way China runs their businesses and India is a bit more yeah yeah, yeah is, a, is a bit less structured and and it's also a, like a developing economy as well right now yeah the culture is totally different so I think that's something to think about if you're deciding between between those countries yeah sure. the
0: culture is totally different so they're my goals i want to eventually end up in, in india or china hopefully working there what What are your goals james
1: uh we're talking short term or, or long term <laughs> like the end game or
0: end game end game
1: end game i'm i'm like you i i'd like to work in a startup or start a startup eventually mm-hmm. but i i'm not Exactly, sure. So I have this thing, right, where I have everything in my notes. Yeah. I don't know, even like what I'm, what I'm having to eat tonight or what I'm going to do in like a couple of weeks. I have like this two-week rolling rolling timetable. But then I also have like this goals and, and things I want to do in like three years, five years, and ten years. It's crazy. Where
0: do you keep this?
1: All in, all in my notes on my phone. Really? Wow. Yeah. How
0: long have you had it for?
1: Probably for for a few years now. Because mm-hmm. the, the way I do it is like you said, do I have this end goal? Yes. And then I like reverse engineer it. So if I want to be there in five years, what have I got to do like three year in three years time? And then if I want to be there in three years time, what what do I have to do this year? And if I have to do that this year, what am I going to do this month, this week, today?
0: Okay, yeah, I think I understand. Would you be able to give an example?
1: For example, these internships that I've been applying to, this is ultimately leading towards where where i want to work when i graduate if you think about it like it was uh, a set of dominoes lined up in a line what dominoes need to what tiles need to fall mm-hmm. before the last domino tile before i can get there does that make sense
0: yeah so the one year goal is an internship what's the domino that needs to fall for that to happen
1: i want to get as much experience as i can I explore the industry right now whilst i'm at university what industry is that sorry my two main interests at the moment is consulting and investment banking. That's ideally where I'd like to graduate into. Mm-hmm. But I'm still finding my footing here. Um and I've got yeah. some experiences coming up on the way this year which I'm really excited about. Like what? I was lucky enough to be accepted onto two spring weeks for this April actually. Um I don't know if I can say what what firms they are. Um I'll say uh so I've got our Spring Insight Week at Bank of America coming up in April. A spring Insight at HSBC coming up in April as well, and a Morgan Stanley thirteen-week internship starting from June. So it's it's a busy year for me.
0: I assume it's all career goals, or is it non-career goals as well? Personal goals.
1: It is everything. It's not just career goals. It's everything. It's a there. There's a reason why I have it on my notes as well because it's like a personal yeah. I yeah. don't want to say journal.
0: I've got one more question. Okay. I won't dive too deeply into your personal goals, but would an example be, by this age, I want to have a dog? No. That, no okay, no,
1: no, okay. That. <laughs> um, okay, no. I think I understand. Not, that, not yeah. that kind of thing, no.
0: Should we go on to our next would you
1: rather? Would you, would you like to go first?
0: Yeah, sure. Okay, so... Would you take one million pounds but if you take the million pounds you get chased by a murderous slug for the rest of your life and if it touches you you die instantly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I take the million. For the slug? Yeah. Yeah I take the million and have a slug chase me. But you know what? What? (laughs) It's not like million. Yes of course. Thank you but i'm choosing the million because i, I kind of like want a slug to chase me
0: is is that something you've always wanted
1: yeah <laughs> ever since <laughs> i've grown up no i just feel like it's kind of it's kind of exciting it's like thrilling is that a slug chase you yeah it's kind of cool
0: i think it's more stressful no
1: it's stressful for sure I mean, but
0: maybe for a day you can just run away from the slug but for the rest of your life
1: yeah but like it's like a game
0: what if and something like, how, happens? How's the
1: slug ever going to catch me anyway?
0: Well, what if something happens? Hopefully not touch wood. But say you get knocked out or something.
1: Or you faint. And you're oh. unconscious for a few hours. Well, does a slug have a GPS?
0: Yeah, it's not just searching it's around.
1: Alright, so it's following. It's it's like, it knows where I am. Yeah. And it's like going at slug pace, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it will find you. Well, I, I don't know. There, there's benefits to it as well. Is there? Yeah, like, I don't know. Uh, maybe you're, like, on a first date or something. And it's, and it's not gone well. You're like, oh, sorry, I need to go. There's a slug chasing me or I die. <laughs> is is that really your best excuse? I mean, is it not? Like, I mean, Sam, imagine oh, if we were on a date together. It's my dream. And I, and I told you, this slug touches me. It's, like, in the next table.
0: I'd help you. I'd I come, come back with you
1: to fight. Wait, couldn't you just wait? Can't you just, if I tell you, then couldn't you just lock up the slug? It's done. It's done for. But then again, I wouldn't let you because I'm it's your slug. I like the thrill. I mean, you could also switch it around and turn it into a good thing on a first date. You'd be like, um, I've got a slug. No, I've got a slug chasing me. Sorry. Or or let's say you're on a first date and a slug actually actually finds you. You're like, oh sorry, <laughs> I need to go. There's a slug chasing me. And then she's like, why is the slug chasing you, you weirdo? And you say to all...
0: But realistically, if you're on a date and the person you're on a date with says, look, James, I've got this slug chasing me. And if it touches me, it's going to kill me. Would you believe them?
1: And I'll be like, you weirdo. Yeah, you'd you'd want them to prove it. But they can't. Yeah, and then they'd be like, I bagged the milk from it. I'll be like, all right, prove it. Yeah, but there's so many other ways to get... And she just brings out this suitcase... Of, uh, <laughs> and then you definitely stay in the date, for, no, because of the slug. I think. Yeah, because of the slug <laughs> on the money. Come on, if I was in it for like if I was in it for the money, we would yeah, be definitely. doing this podcast. Definitely, there's no money. Yeah. All next right. question. That <laughs> least us on. Actually, led us on pretty well for for my question. Uh, on a first date, Sam, would you rather have hiccups the entire time or noticeably spill sauce on your shirt?
0: I like that one. I like that one.
1: Okay. I think I'd go for
0: the sauce in my shirt because that's not that big a deal. And then, if you've got hiccups, you can't eat your food. Well, you can, but it'll be a pain. it would just ruin
1: everything. Metaphorically and literally.
0: Imagine you're going in for a kiss and then, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> or you're about to eat, or you're speaking to like the waiter or waitress.
0: Yeah, can I can I get a fish? <laughs> um, what would you do?
1: Yes. Spill sauce on your shirt, and it's also a good way to see if they're a good one because if they're a good one, they wouldn't mind, yeah. Right, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully,
0: <laughs> I'm just imagining how constantly having hiccups
1: that'd be that'd be dire. Like, you can't get it, out. it would hurt as well, wouldn't like, it? No, literally, like, it would consume your whole day if you had hiccups the whole day because you can't have a more than like a five second conversation. Whereas, if you spill your sauce, you get on with it deal with it
0: and get on with it exactly how big is the spillage
1: (laughs) um (laughs) i think we're talking like uh like a full plate of 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 like tomato sauce
0: oh okay okay i didn't realize i thought it was a stain that's a lot but i'd still go with the sauce yeah
1: for sure i think that that's all our questions for each other yeah um anything else you'd like to cover today
0: uh no i think that's everything
1: Okay, so uh, anyways, that's us done for today on the day shift. We certainly have covered some interesting points. What an exciting first episode it has been. I'm glad to have you here, Sam.
0: Thanks, James. You can find myself and James on iTunes, Spotify and YouTube. Cheerio.
1: See you in a couple of weeks, guys.